Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we're here with the one and only. I mean, how does this happen so often? Her name is Sarah. Her name is Fraser. Icon. <laughs> You're an I icon. Like icon. I like icon status, David. I'll take that. One um, of the biggest names in radio history, Howard Stern and Sarah Fraser. That's true. And Howard's actually mentioned me on the Howard Stern show. So I do love me some Howard. Um, however, I have a Phaedra Parks update for you. I cannot believe I've been holding out on you. So remember the famous, the infamous story that I've told on our podcast where years ago, when I was on the radio for the Kane show, we had bailed Bobby Brown out of jail when he was going through all his legal issues. And Ms. Phaedra Parks was his attorney. I decided to break down and do a TikTok video of how this whole sequence of events happened. And we bailed him out of jail. He was supposed to come to Washington, D.C. and co-host with us for one solid week on the Kane show. We bailed him out. He Then he decided he did not want to come to jail. And Ms. Parks would be on the phone with us. Very sweet. I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm trying to get him to come up to D.C. He won't. Eventually, she went back and forth with iHeartRadio's attorneys, and they ended up having to give the money back. But I did a TikTok video about it, and I get a message from her a week oh, ago. Yeah. Hello, Sarah, from Ms. Parks on TikTok. Hello, Sarah. I love the Bobby Brown flashback. Can I share it? Also, I'm usually nice, laughing face, Phaedra. I have all my phone calls from Teresa and my texts from, you know, Jackie Goldschneider. And you, you've you been sitting on this. A, I, a DM I know. I from, this is an icon. I wrote Ms. Parks back immediately. Phaedra, how are you? Oh, my God. Do you remember the Kane show? You were so nice. And Bobby was a pain. Sorry, Bobby. Yes. Use any video you like. Do you want me to send it to you? Also, I would love to have you as a guest on the podcast if you're available. Hearts. She's never read the message. But, you know. 
a girl can hope. So girl, you not. just go right in for the kill. I like to at least buy a girl dinner first before no, I, you know, I shoot my shot. They're busy, but uh, Miss, she's, she's pretty booked on Bravo. So I don't, I bet she's not available for interviews, but I, but anyhow, I hope she uses the video and your DM, our, our DM from Phaedra parks. That's major dear. Well, you know, not everyone is usually happy to hear from us, but that was a sweet no. one. No. It's happy about I them. mean, man, these people really are in the weeds with what's said about them and and and, and just wow. Cause I mean, okay. So somehow it got to Phaedra. I mean, I know people send it to them and everything, but man, people are on social media. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so you got a DM from Phaedra Parks. That is major. Um I love Ms. Parks. She was great. She was really good. Wow. Anyway, go on. Okay, well, you've got a lot going on, a lot of tea. I need to hear from you. I mean, look, we're filming RHONJ this season, and now we have these two newbies that are rumored to be kicking around, Danielle Cabral's friends. So, I mean, look, do I think, well, two things. First of all, there is this rumor going around about Teresa being demoted to a friend. I mean, let me tell you, that is just, I'm sorry, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No offense to whoever started it, but people are literally flooding my, again, I am I am actually bipartisan. We are going back to literally, there's going to be some things coming up. I might even have some apologies coming up in the RHONJ world. I might be issuing some apologies to certain people. It's going to be on Patreon. Sarah's mouth is wow. open. Wow. Do wow. Listen, do I regret anything that I do in life? No, I don't. I really don't. I believe in cosmic divine intervention, that if I did something at the time and it was an authentic emotion and feeling at the time, I don't regret it. It has led me to where I am today. I mean, I'm not a monster. I have feelings and there are things in retrospect, you're like, look, this show did not start lowbrow. It did not start it like it's, there are so much that this it's like what we talk about, the underbelly of the Internet, the 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 Reddit, the subreddit. I mean, all that shit that the like the like Bravo accounts. And I'm not critics that go so hard and so deep. It's. It's not the big picture. If you look at the amount of people that listen to each episode, say that you and I do, that is such a small, that 90% of the people don't even know it's happening. And so to get down in that mud, it's like, I just don't like it. So I might have some apologies coming in the RHONJ world, which will be on Patreon. I don't even know. It might even be a solo show of just two apologies. That I, that's for now. But There's a lot brewing. There's a lot brewing. <laughs> there's like Sarah. There's a, there's a lot going on here with RHONJ, guys. I, I listen, I am holding my what breath. Do make, what do you make of, by the way, I'm sort of putting you on the spot. I don't even know if you looked at the video. It's circulating, though, all this morning. Um, to, what do you make of Teresa? A lot of people are very upset about her filters they say her face looks different um the filters are so bad page six has now picked it up i mean do we care anymore do we expect these stars i guess we expect them to be getting plastic surgery all the time right a lot of them say that that the audience says they're ugly when they go on tv then they get all this work done the audience says they're even uglier you can't win what's your thought i just don't understand the editing, because then you don't look like that in the real world. So I don't really understand it personally. That's just me. I put pictures up with like 
I don't edit anything really. And so, I mean, I'm out with certain people or, you know, even the, the people that come on this podcast, the celebrities or the housewives, and they're like, oh, can I just see the picture before you, not, not really like, who cares? This is how we looked at this point. Let's be real, you know? So I don't know. I, I see what people are saying. I don't think that's exactly how Teresa Giudice looks in person these days. No. So I don't see what the point is. I mean, the dress is beautiful. I know what picture you're referring to. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the whole editing thing. I mean, because people, you, do you people think it's aren't going to tune in. You're going to lose followers. Your brand is going to be tarnished because you're not showing yourself a little bit less attractive by society standards. I think that's really weird. I'm trying to think of any housewife that I've run into that really looked different. Did they look that different? Like you've seen a lot. You just went to that Hamptons party. Did they look really different? Margaret Josephs didn't look that different. I feel everybody looks like they do. Yeah, I feel everyone kind of looks like they do. They're just, you know, different. That's all. Anyway. That's all. It, the pre, the picture is pretty, but maybe it's like a thousand filters. I don't know. Um, well, I think this whole thing about choice. Look at what do okay. I think so that they not could getting be, demoted? Yeah. No, I mean, first of all, that's ridiculous. But do I think so? Teresa's is not getting demoted. Like, do I think that with all these people coming back, and I still will agree. I think they all came back because they didn't know what to do. And now, do two of Danielle's new people? Do I think this could be like let's film the season and see what happens and, and figure it out? after the fact like yeah i'm not convinced this is just me that everybody that is currently filming new jersey is getting the same role that they already had like i'm not sure you know okay jen fessler was a friend she's back goldschneider was a friend um dolores was full-time i mean probably possibly but i'm not sure as this season it's a lot of them Look at, it's almost as many as I have to count. How many people is this? It's like Beverly Hills last season with Diane. Oh, we had so many. We had so many. Ten. We had 10 people because every time I went to tag it, I had a tag and Diana and this. We, I think we have like 10 people basically or close there too. This one new girl that's that's one of Danielle Cabral's friends is, I mean, the two new girls are young. So I don't know. I'm not convinced that everybody that's filming for New Jersey is going to get the same role and not be upgraded or demoted. But probably, but I'm just not convinced. I think we're going to film the season. And as, I mean, right now we have a season where Teresa has not spoken to Margaret Josephs or Melissa. Like that's happening. That's real. Where how many, it's See, happened uh, before. Me, it doesn't, like, it's not shocking that we're at so many people there. I know you deny, I, not deny, but I know you say that they're not filming two shows for RHONJ, but I, I feel like of course, they don't want to say that because they don't want to turn off viewers. But I think they are shooting two shows for RHONJ. So they are probably filming people that hang out with Teresa and then the Gorgas and everything that's going on with the Gorgas house. The only person really hanging out with Teresa is, uh, well, that's not true. I mean, Jennifer and then Dolores is back and forth and um, Cabral is back and forth. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be one show. I don't think we're going to have two shows. But listen, we have seasons well, like this in the past. seamlessly, but I think we have two shows, don't you think? I mean, because as of now, I have read no, no context. nowhere that Melissa and Teresa and Joe have all, and, and Louie have all been in the same room. Now, we are going to see because supposedly Louie almost comes to blows, right? With Polly and maybe with our friend Frank Catania. Is that true or no? The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. 
Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from Indicloud. Is Indicloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that Indicloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. How often do you guys shop online? If you're like me, it's a lot. And that's why Rakuten is my favorite new website. I love Rakuten because I earn cash back. I'm a member on everything that I buy. It's really that simple. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 4,200 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. When I joined Rakuten, I realized I was already shopping at all these stores that they have on their website. So I'm thinking, why not get cash back while doing it. I just bought a whole bunch of new fall clothes from Bloomingdale's, but instead of going to Bloomingdale's.com, I went to Rakuten and then that took me to Bloomingdale's.com. How much cash back did I get? 2%. Rakuten has so many stores on their website. Saks Fifth Avenue, Nordstrom, The Gap, Banana Republic, Nike, Neiman Marcus. That's right. Right now, if I went to Nike, I would get 8% cash back just for buying something that I was going to buy anyway. You could even buy your groceries on Rakuten. So do you need to buy something online right now? If so, stop. Go to Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. What are you guys doing this Tuesday, September 12th at 8, 7 central? Don't make plans because the MTV Awards are live. That's right. This Tuesday, September 12th at 8, 7 central. Don't miss music's most iconic night. There's going to be unbelievable performances from all your favorites, Doja Cat, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, Tomorrow and Together, and so many more. I cannot wait. And, oh my God, I'm so excited. You can't miss Demi Lovato's six years in the making return to the VMA stage. Plus this year's video vanguard, Shakira will bring the house down with a career-spanning performance. And guess who's taking home the Global Icon Award? Diddy. But the party doesn't stop there. Who will take home the moon person for video of the year. Will it be Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, Taylor Swift, or my personal favorite, Miss Miley Cyrus? We'll find out soon because the MTV Music Awards are live this Tuesday, September 12th at 8 7 Central. Watch on MTV. Um, Polly and uh, Fuda over Louie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I look, I just think like uh, Joe Gorga, I think just had his birthday party. It was like a few weeks ago, like Teresa wasn't there. Well, of course, I mean, you know, this to me is at least better. It, it's like authentic. It's not like this all cash shoot where Teresa has to go. I mean, why would she be there? This is so I kind of like this. I just I really feel that there's no game plan. I feel like they're figuring it out now on Patreon and only on Patreon. I'm going to be addressing because I know all the details all the details of this fake narrative that Teresa, yes, Teresa and Kim D have refollowed each other. I mean, reconciliation, friends, I know exactly what's going on. And I will not talk about that anywhere, but on Patreon, that's the world we're now in. I know exactly the plan of what Kim thinks is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. It may happen. Guess what? Guess what? I'm just giving you my opinion, because guess what? I said Lisa Ritter was going to be fired. I said Ariana was going to get Dancing with the Stars. I said that um, we're going to start feeling for Raquel and turning on and turning on. But guess what? I also sat here for a whole season and said, Margaret and Melissa were going to be fired. So sometimes the crystal ball, Sarah, it like fell on the ground and rolled in the back of the refrigerator. And when I get it out for the show, I think it's the real crystal ball that has led me so well. But you know what? I I talk to Allison Dubois many times a week. But sometimes before I come on air, I don't have time to check with her. I really don't. And the crystal ball is also because it was in the back of the refrigerator. It's all dusty. So sometimes apparently proven as I was so certain Melissa was going to be fired. I'm wrong. I still think we're not sure of how this is all going to play out in New Jersey. And I think they're just saying Let's just see where the story, like, let, let's see. I think they're waiting for something to happen or something. I don't even mean with Teresa and Melissa. I mean, like something. Sure. We'll talk about what's going on with Kim and uh, Teresa on the Patreon. Cause I know the real deal of what is happening. Um, so we'll see about it. I mean, do I think that's an interesting show? No. And a lot of people are still saying that they're totally done with the franchise. We'll see. Um, can I just tell you something else? Tell me, tell me. I mean, I am just, this is a real mixed bag. A lot of people are slipping into the DMs and saying, you know, they're talking, they're referring to Mary's interactions with Jenny Ann from Salt Lake City and saying, you know, Mary is racist. This is what the, you know, we all, let's not forget this all. I'm not saying it. And they're like, I will not watch her scenes. I will fast forward. So there's very mixed reviews to me. Uh, uh, let me tell you board, something. Bored, bored. Go, please. Nobody's going to avoid Go on. I am just, guys, everyone tells me how negative I am and this and that. Man, I, I am so, my heart is warm. My heart is warm. I get fuzzies. I get goosebumps. I just love Mary fucking Cosby. I can't stop watching this. I cannot stop watching. I think one of the best trailer moments in Housewives history, the past 17 years, is that moment where Heather says, do I look inbred? And Mary's like, yeah, you kind of do. And honestly, you're looking at Heather. I'm like, I don't know if talk about editing or a, I'm like, you kind of do girl at this moment, no offense to anyone, but that is not the point. The point is that I just love the authenticity. I don't, that's what I love. There's no script. There's no finstas. There's no, Mary doesn't know how to do any of this. She just is like actually speaking and she's like, just so good. 
I, I'm so happy Mary's back. She warms my little heart. She really does. I'm somewhat excited in the franchise. Okay. Well, I, uh, all right. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if she's, if it's going to be enough to um, save that ship, but let's try it. Um, I mean, Mary is good. Mary is one of those people that is is not self-aware. I mean, she's married to the former grandfather, step-grandfather. They're not related by blood, but he was married to her grandmother for a long time. Uh you know, it's an odd thing, right? I love when she gets up there and preaches to her little church and she puts down her Louis Vuitton and then, you know, that, you know, harasses them for not sending her thank you notes and more money. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. She's, I, love um, I just, I think this is a turning point. I don't know. I, I do think that Bravo is losing its power because I think to have somebody contractually break their contract, not show up to the reunion, that is usually a signal of you are never coming back because you're not going to do, you know, if, if we set this precedent that, you know, the inmates start running the asylum, we're screwed. And now, you know, they are in such a desperate way they've basically, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, is she going to be fine or the minute they edit something that appears racist or whatever, and she gets backlash, is she not coming to the reunion again? And then it's like, why would any of the other women? I, I feel, do you know what I feel? I feel, I mean, I've said this all along. God, I was doing so well. I was being so upbeat and positive, but I think that, I think that basically I think basically, which I've said all along, I think it's a business, just like this is a business, you're running a business. I just really feel that there's no policy, there's no care that when, you know, Stassi and Kristen, and we have a major movement, and that was COVID, and we have to show something, we fire Stassi, we fire Kristen, we fire Jax for whatever is going on with Faith. Now that we need Jax, he's back. Him and Kristen are in a spinoff show. I'm all fine with that. I'm just saying it's so selective. We fire Jenny Ann from uh, Salt Lake because of, you know, past racist or that's because Jenny was a throwaway housewife. I'm sorry. She's a, probably a lovely person. She's not a superstar housewife. Come on, people. So no, Jenny's not going to come back. Mary, right. You break your contract. You're back because you're actually needed for the show. Stassi, I mean, Jax is needed. We all want to see what he says to Sandoval. Kristen and Jax have a spinoff. Everybody has a spinoff. It's Vanderpump year, and that's what's happening. So I feel... I'm okay. Ramona, we had an an HR issue with Ebony and all of a sudden Ramona's back because Jill won't sign the contract and we're calling it legacy. And now, I mean, what, we're going to have Aviva instead of Ramona and Aviva's not even interested. I think if Aviva was interested, no offense to Kristen Tateman, they would have taken Aviva over Kristen Tateman. Aviva has agoraphobia. She doesn't travel. So I feel without Ramona, who would be there right now with the same cast, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, Tateman, who, who, who would be there if it wouldn't be Bethany? I mean, I guess they would have had to bring back Alex, who they just used, and we haven't even tested her yet on Girls Trip to see how Alex is going to rate with the audience. I think it would have been Alex. But now we use the term legacy, and we don't even have Ramona or Bethany or Jill. They needed Ramona. Well, I thought Ramona was so problematic a week ago. I mean, she said loser, and they said, you know, they parted ways with her. That means Ramona was like basically fired, and we were bringing the show back, and we weren't going to use her because of her troubled past. Well, now she doesn't have a trouble pass. I just think 
I'm okay with all of this. I'm just, just be honest. Just be honest of like, this is a business. When you use the person, you will get over their bad facts. And I think the exception is big life lawsuits. And I do think Nini is not ever going to be back. I guess I would say Bethany is probably never going to be back at this point. And somehow I always put Carol, I think Carol Raswell, not that she's done anything so great. She's like, she's just, you're difficult to work with. You're going to talk about the patriarchy and all these other things that you want to talk about in the second hour of filming. And no one needs this on the TV. So no, you want to uh, keep it light. It's why, it like light. I told you, this season, I'm loving this season of Real Housewives of New York. We fight over cheese. We fight over Friendsgiving. We just, you know, it's very light. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, tell me. You tell got me. a minute? Yes. I just want to explain because people are saying things and I always talk about ratings. You know, the second, this season of Real Housewives of New York is con- just for everyone's to understanding. This is considered a success. We had Luann, Sonia, and Ramona. I'm just going to round up. That's $3 million of a contract. Leah was at two. That's 3.2. And let's give Ebony a hundred. Let's round. That's $3.3 million of salaries for ratings that were in the 700s. Now we have, I heard that they got even less than 60,000. I don't believe that, but let's just go with the typical 60,000. 60 times six, we went from 3.3 million to 360,000. We saved $3 million. $3 million are saved on the Roni franchise by rebooting it. And now we've gone from 700,000 to around 500 in viewers. So whatever the decrease in advertising is, I would think it's still a success and they're still making more money or, or, or close there too with the decreased ratings. You have 200,000 ratings, but you're saving $3 million. So you actually need to make less. It's just a business. And they rebooted it, which is a big gamble. It could have been horrible. So to come out with rebooting it, people were outraged, outraged. You guys are outraged anytime there's a change, whether there's a change on Patreon, whether there's a change in the episode. Sarah Fraser is only one day this week because she's on a damn vacation. Roni is being rebooted. It's all, you all, you get over the change. None of us like change. Change is a great thing of life, guys. It, it, it keeps you fresh and, and on your toes. So to have this thing where, I mean, what, I mean, change, I, I mean, God, you're not here for a week and everyone goes, that's such a revolting thing. They could have had no viewers to come back with 500,000 and save 3 million and, and have a, something there to go into season two. No one's going to be fired next year. It's going to be, the Oh same no, they're, everybody's coming back. Right? This is a success. Bravo considers three. this. Yeah. yeah. I bet they've been renewed for at least two more seasons, a hundred percent, because just like you said, the amount of money they're saving, even if we get to, even if we never break a million, but we get to uh, whatever, 900,000 after people DVR it, huge win. And you know, the thing is, right. That works both ways. Like they're, none of these women are going to get major salary increases because they're going to go to them. Well, look, sorry. You know, the ratings are way down. Three years ago, four years ago, we used to get two million. Now we get six hundred, seven hundred thousand. So we can't justify giving you a million dollars for a season, you know. But we'll take you from sixty to ninety, you know. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me: I love reality TV and I love coffee. 
I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. Summer's over. Kids are going back to school. Your summer vacation is done. Everything's changing. But one thing that hasn't changed is my motion sickness. Still have it, but none of that matters because I have relief band. Have you ever had to pull over because someone in your car was nauseous? Well, you won't have to if you have a relief band. Relief band is the number one FDA approved anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, hello, morning sickness, and even chemotherapy. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist that gives you relief from nausea and it uses technology that works with your body. So it's safe, drug-free and has zero side effects. It really is that simple and it works. I use it. So think about it. If you always have a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, well, then you need a relief band on hand for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, I have an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. It's considered more of a win. Like who's who's the big troublemaker in, in Salt Lake that drives them crazy? I don't see one. Now we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I think it's a group of women that are truly an ensemble cast that are going into their fourth year that got their increases. And, you know, there's no, there's, it's a true, I think they learned who's the real superstar of Salt Lake. Lots of people will tell you Meredith. Lots of people will tell you Lisa. Lots of people will tell you Heather. Lots of people will tell you Whitney. They have learned their lesson. There isn't going to be a Nini. There isn't going to be a Bethany. There isn't going to be a Ramona. There isn't going to be a Kenya. It's going to be really Really, and that's what the new New York has learned from the past mistakes in Salt Lake. I feel even we're gonna keep in Miami. It's like it's it's a group. You know, Larsa's causing trouble. Get rid of Larsa. The show will go on. Uh, Mary's, you know, Heather Gay is the trouble. It's not. It's not. And you don't hear of these things of people getting big egos and that's the star of the show. Sure, people have their favorites and there's more. I feel New York, Miami, Salt Lake. I feel like the reboots, which all three of those are, are new shows in the past few years. I think they've learned their lesson. There isn't going to be a big. There isn't a Vicky Gumbelson. There isn't, sure. there isn't that one person that's going to hijack this show, which ultimately causes in getting you fired. I mean, there isn't a Teresa. I think we're in this mess because they gave Teresa too much power. And, and, you know, now we have her not speaking to Melissa. Well, Melissa's tied to her. They clearly don't want to get, they wanted to truly get rid of Melissa Gorga. 
they would have done it. They This was the season. Yes, we have a lot of unanswered questions. That doesn't mean she can't get rid of in the future, but they obviously don't want to. You said right away, you couldn't believe it from an outsider, being not outsider, but like a little bit less removed. I got too into the weeds, you know, and you're like, and you're right. Like in retrospect, they don't want to get rid of her. They would have gotten rid of her. Now is the time when the star of the show, which I'm sure there says, I will never speak to you again. And still isn't speaking to these people. I mean, how weird is this? I spoke to an RHONJ the other day and she said to me, I mean, this is just so fucking weird. Like someone filming right now who's like, this is just so fucking weird. Like, I don't know. They, she said to me, I, 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 I don't know what's going on. She's like, this group is not speaking to that group. I, I don't know. I have no idea. There's no story that we see forming at this point. Yeah, I, I don't know how that's all going to play out. How is that going to be edited? Yes, Sarah, they will find a way. We have New York that had somebody. They always Lizzie, do. Lizzie Savetsky. You know, I think. Sai told me in our interview, she was, she was very early on. She was, you know, out the door, but they still had to do something with the edits when you're standing in a seat. They figure it out. They figure it out. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. I'm so sorry to talk so much today. No. Well, we have a lot of other topics I want to get to in the Bravo. Okay. Well, I want to know what you think. I mean, I always say LA Times is doing amazing. They do the mm. best entertainment journalism, I think. Now, they did a whole story the other day on Tom Girardi showing up to court, and he has been ruled so far, so far, to be mentally competent, even after showing up to court in his slippers. Honey, this is not good. He is going to, I, I think he is going to stand trial, or they are going to have to do one heck of a settlement because he has been ruled fit to hear his own trial. So what do you make of this? And the argument is by the judge, and it sounds like by the DA and, you know, whether they and people that have had analysis, they claim that he is able to track conversations, which if he truly had Alzheimer's, he would not be able to do. And what and do he, you mean? Like they so like he's there, he is in the he is in the the shorts and all. I mean, the slippers. But what like and I did you see him going into the courtroom? They were like, do you feel bad or whatever? He's not answering any of the questions. The lawyer, you know, you have these shark lawyers that are like, please back up, leave my comment alone. This lawyer seems to be taking on a different approach. She looked more scared than Tom did this lawyer. Did you see her? She didn't know what to do. Honey, you're in L.A. It's Tom Girardi. Are you shocked to see all these people outside that want to that they want to quote? But what do you mean? He went into the thing and they were able to like what track his eye movement or like you understand, even though you're pretending not to. Well, over the past several months, there's been, you know, of course, they interview him at different times. He's being evaluated. So they allege things like, you know, he'll he will be at the facility, right? He's at a dementia ward facility where he'll go, oh, you know, where am I? And they claim that he carries around uh, a stack of papers and, um, you know, thinks that he's working on cases. But then basically they'll like he won't re he probably forgets that he's like faking dementia or whatever. And so they'll be like, oh, you know, did you like place an order or something for a coffee? And he's like, no, I wanted that yesterday. Like but they, mm. they, they claim that he's able to track dates and track incidences when he was first, I guess, you know, all this was coming down that he was disbarred or whatever. He got a phone call from Erica knew and they allege in the article, he knew exactly who she was. And he said, oh, hey, oh, honey, are you in Spain? And that was when they were filming uh, something for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And this was a couple of years ago. Now, of course, you know, your dementia and Alzheimer's can advance, but they right. believe he tracks enough that, that he sort of 
is like in what? Like they have, they have, where are these specialists observing him in his room at the, the facility? At the facility. And so like what they say, like, where interviews. are you? And he says, um, Wednesday. Well, he, and they say, what year is it? And he says, what? What year is it? 1984. And they say, who is the president? He says, Ronald Reagan. And then what? They say, do you want a coffee? And he says, oh, I just ordered that yesterday from Starbucks. And my order was a double. And by the way, Starbucks is a new client of behind the velvet rope the new oh, that's huge. apple crisp this is the most important client of my life i love coffee okay sorry and then what does he say my order i listened to behind the velvet rope and then i got the new apple crisp and this is what's in it it's in it's a oat milk macchiato and a oat milk espresso and this and i got two of them and then they wrote my i mean i don't understand he's not that dumb like how does he go from pretending not to know to what they just catch some little thing that he says i guess they're that in the article, they claim a neuropsychologist interviewed Girardi over three days this year and concluded that he suffered from mild cognitive disorder, but was partially uh, had partial memory by pretending to have, di- but was partially malignant or, oh my God, I'm going to say it wrong. Anyway, the word uh, was kind of faking, pretending to have dementia. She cited as evidence Girardi's ability to follow the conversation. In an April interview of this year, Girardi repeatedly told her that he did not know the answers to questions about the pending charges because he was a civil and not a criminal attorney. When Goldstein continued to press, Girardi said, I'm not a criminal lawyer. I was, as I said, 15 times. It shows his tracking ability. He remembered mm. he previously told me Goldstein testified. The expert told U.S. District Judge Josephine Staten, who is to decide the competency issue. And let me make a correction. So they haven't decided yet, by the way. They haven't decided that they were having the competency hearing. I, I started this conversation by saying they found him competent. They haven't yet. That during their conversations, Girardi never repeated himself. He never stumbled. He was trafficking perfectly. She acknowledged, however, that he repeatedly asked her during their meetings, why am I here? What's this all about? Girardi is under federal indictment in two jurisdictions, L.A. and Chicago, for allegedly embezzling $18 million from clients in what prosecutors have described as, quote, a decades-long Ponzi scheme. So, look, I'm just saying it doesn't look that good. It looks like he's very much able when pressed to remember the conversation. Yeah, listen, I don't I'm not um, I'm not getting around. I think like if I wanted to get out of something and I wanted to claim, you know, Alzheimer's, I don't think that's so easy when, I mean, it's whether you're going to trial, they're not just going to bring in like, you know, a hack from, you know, the back office, they bring in a real team. I don't know how you fake that. I, I don't know how you fake that when you're truly fine. Being older sure helps because your memory does go the older you get, but I don't know. I mean, this is going to be an interesting one. And, uh, you know, now is Erica home? watching all this which is of course heart. she's of she's course. you and i agree that this is her the love of her life that I, I, believe, I i agree with you i believe erica is actually still in touch with him but i think they probably Ooh. go to extens- extensively extensive probably um Maybe not. Maybe not. Now you have like, you know how I tell you off air some of the things going on with Jersey, which I'm going to spill on my patron about all the dark webs. And I say like Olivia Pope on scandal. Now you're starting to fall into all the conspiracy theories of what like you think there are burner phones and Erica and Tom are communicating in smoke signals. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's pretty risky. Would anyone... I I don't think I don't um, think I don't think you would jeopardize it at this point. I don't. No, I, think, I think you're right. I don't know though. I bet maybe through her son. You know, her son's a cop. 
Cops can know a lot. Cops can know a lot. But guess what? So this is his life and she's going, she's going to bet on blonde baby and I'm going and you better be coming with me. Yeah, I mean, I want to. I mean, I just think they were married for 20 years. Is anyone going to, I mean, yeah, people have a lot of hot takes if she was still in contact with him. But would it shock me if she's somehow in contact with him? You know who's not married for that many years and is never going to be married for that many years, but is still living under the same roof? Mr. Sandoval and Miss. Ariana Max. <laughs> oh my God, David, wake up. Um, I couldn't remember her name. Maybe I have early onset. God knows what. Um, I hope not. Um, no. No offense. Yeah, so it's they're... a horrible disease. Okay, we um, have to talk about that. And they're then... living together. And what? And then we have to go? Is that what no, you're I, saying? No, I have eight more questions. We got to talk about okay. Kim and Croy. Oh, my gosh. Their divorce. We have to talk okay, about Brielle Beerman's credit is shot oh for the rest of her fucking life. We've got to talk about more below deck. I mean, how long is below deck going to stay on? But wait, let's get to Ariana Maddox because she's coming out too hard against Bethany and she is all the people that go, why are you still living with Tom? And she goes, because my financial advisors are figuring out the best plan for me so I don't lose a dime, sweetie. Which means, do you? but do you think there's another conspiracy? You think those two really hate each other as much as they say? Well, that is the conspiracy theory that's now floating around. Um. I tend to think that they do hate each other as much as we say. You know, she's still saying, no, we haven't filmed any alone scenes together, nor nor will we. And that, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. But I mean, there are people that are now saying this whole thing was planned and it was to say Vanderpump rules and they they kind of broke up. Look, if they broke up and really were over it and just said, let's pretend that I didn't know about this. I don't know. I mean, I, no, I think this is all real, but it does. Raquel has eliminated every picture on her Instagram after she did this Bethany and, and changed her, her tagline to like stay strong or moving on or whatever the hell it was. And people are saying, um, people are saying, um, that, you know, why is Ariana not doing this? And why is Ariana, um, well, that's a little sus because apparently people went back, like you said, on her Instagram on Ariana's and there's still photos up of Sandoval. I don't know. I mean, you know, they were together almost a decade. That's a long time. You know, I'm sure she still has mixed feelings where she like cares about him and then she doesn't. And, you know, according to other people, Katie and Lala, you know, Sandoval's just a manipulative, maniacal asshole as well. And he's not leaving the house. And, you know, they both want to get the most money out of it. And they both co-own it together. So I'm sure she's got to get him to agree when he wants to sell it, how much. I mean, he's probably being quite difficult. I mean, so- if you cheated on me and did this, I mean, I th- think I would do the same thing as her, to be honest with you. I would be like, you know, are you buying me out? Like, you know, I'm not leaving my house that I'm 50% of unless you, why should I leave my house? Wait, I'm going to leave here and you're just going to have the keys. Are you going to destroy it on purpose so that we, I mean, people get crazy when yeah. breakups. And so I personally wouldn't leave either. I would just be like, I mean, I can come, I mean, look, can she come home and find him in bed with an orgy of women? I don't think that's, I mean, isn't he allowed to do that? It's, you're not together anymore. So 
you could argue like in the Lisa and Lenny divorce, like you could argue if Tom really wanted you out of the house and you were that broken, he would have orgies every day on purpose to get you out of there. And this doesn't make him a good person, might make him more of a scumbag. Or you can say that you would make want to go out of the way and make his life miserable. I don't think that's possible. I think he loves this and he loves being the center of it all. But I don't know, but they're living together. And a lot of people are like, she still has a picture up of him and, 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 you know, what is all this? So, yeah. What all right. else would you like to Kim and Croy? Okay. So Croy files for divorce Ooh. again. Thoughts? I mean, duh, Avi. Well, there was another thought. The internet goes, oh, they're doing this just to get back on the TV show. But I mean, I guess the bottom line is they really are. They're really having a ton of messed up incidents. And then Brielle Bierman, her Delta Amex card racked up $13,000, can't pay a nickel. She was trying to get those Delta Sky Miles, honey, enjoying the Delta Sky Lounge. And now she can't, uh, sweetheart can't make the minimum payments. So they're coming after her. I mean, you know how shitty it is when you start out in life with bad credit? No, I don't actually, nor will I ever. I do story, I mean, but I don't recommend it to everyone. Stop living Instagram. This phone means nothing. These people that are posting are miserable. Yes, they look good. They airbrush. There's no life. A happy person. I know millions of them do. Everybody I know who has a full self-actualized life has 200 followers. Okay. Some of yeah, the richest, it's true. It's true. some of the poorest, whatever they are. You're not on social media. No, I, know. No, I can keep going in my condo here. Everyone, they're like, I'm telling you, I would, goodbye, everybody. I mean, I love you all. Maybe I'll keep in touch with my listeners, but let's start a private group or something because I am off social media the day that this goes away. I, it's, there's no purpose except for a business tool. That is really, if anyone is looking at Instagram right now and feels bad that the person on it looks richer than them, prettier, whatever it is, it is is true bullshit. The people that are the wealthiest, they they don't even have any social media. You're so right. And not even that. There are people right. that are poor that have husbands and families and they're in love and, and they just have a lovely, peaceful, happy, internally life. God, I'm preaching to Life. So does any of this shock me? No. I mean, what shocked me is when these 911 is involved with Kim and Croy, 911, and yet- then the divorce is called off. That shocked me. The fact that it's back on doesn't shock me at all. Is this going to get you on a TV show? Absolutely not. Is Tori Spelling going to be back on a, on a reality show because she's in the hospital now and she's sitting there looking like she's drugged out and ready to like pass out and collapse? Well, next month or this month, actually, September, I am going to the 90s con in Tampa, Florida, and Tori will be there. She hates me. I hate her. Maybe that'll be another story for Patreon that we'll talk about. We interact. It's not pleasant anytime I see the woman. But do I think this is going to get her a TV? No, I don't think Kim is going back to, this will not get her back on RHOA. It's not happening. This isn't the answer. To Kenya Moore's point of we need a a, a shakeup, yes. And guess what? Just like New Jersey, just like Beverly Hills, they're going to bring in women that are gorgeous, that are 31, 36, 39, and 42, which is not Kim Zolciak, who's broke. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm just being honest. I'm sorry. No, so good. I Off brand. She's off brand. 
I know, I'm but sorry. I think I think the New York way only works if you scrape everybody and start over. They're not going to get rid of Miss Burris. They're not going to get rid of Kenya. They're not going to get rid of Marlo. Marlo could go back to being a friend, but they're not. So it's like now they are kind of stuck. Like they've got to put people in the mix that already know them. They sort of soft back brought Cynthia Bailey. You bring back Miss Bailey. You bring back Kim Zolciak because, you know, Kim's going to be out now hunting for a new hot man. She's going to have divorce drama. I mean, that's what they did in the OC. Her girls are gorgeous. They're young. They're probably, they're going to be out there hustling to meet some baseball star because they ain't got two nickels to rub together. I mean, I I feel like bring back him. Like, unless you're, they're not going to get rid of everybody. They're maybe they're going to get rid of Sanya, maybe Drew. Who else is on it? And Drew got a f- f- first chair at the reunion. Um, to Kenya okay, says they keep Drew. They get no, rid of Sonia. Kenya, Sanya, Kenya Sanya. says that they're trying to get rid of her. That's what her. She, you know, the scene is edited out, and she's like this. And they're not getting rid of Kenya. They're not. I don't think so. I, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I think that only that formula only works. Look at, look at RHOC. Like you said, they had to go back to all the OGs because they can't, Mm. nobody cares about the new ones. I mean, and I want to, but you got to learn, but, uh, but I agree. That's how we got to the Roni reboot. They tried, they tried to say, we're going to get rid of Ebony and Leah and who Ramona. So now we're going to have Luann and Sonia with the newbies. That doesn't make sense. And I think they, they, I think they tried. I don't think they just scrapped it. I think they really tried to keep some and figure out what that would look like. And they're like, Oh, you do before they got to the reboot. I do. I think they tried. I think New Jersey tried. This is my opinion. I think New Jersey tried to fire people too this season. I think they tried. I think they said, take Melissa's name off. What does that look like? Take Melissa and Margaret's name off. What does that look like? And nothing looked perfect. And they're like, because of that, everybody can come back. Let's just see what happens. That's my opinion. I think the same thing with New York. I think they tried to salvage I'm still convinced that Ramona and Luann were the two that were going to be kept and they were trying to replace Sonia, Ebony, and Leah. I will die on the sword for that. But that didn't happen, okay? So I just, yeah, I think they try. So I don't know. But Atlanta needs something. But um, look, what do I know, Sarah? A lot. You want, Brielle, Brielle brings a lot. Yeah, sure. I just think Kim is like, what, you have to have, a lot more than just a bankruptcy story and the divorce. I mean, I guess that's a lot. Yeah. But- I mean, Kim would need a lot, right? Is she reconciled with the parents? What happened to the chef there, Tracy? And Tracy is just quiet as can be. I mean, Tracy must know where all the bodies are buried, but she ain't rolled on them one iota. She's sticking um, with them, girl. She's sticking with, you know, so I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know. You're right. And, and maybe, I mean, Maybe Kim's too much of a pain in the ass. They don't want her back. I don't know. You don't know. But I don't think she's so easy to work with, you know, and she'd have to come at a regular price. And I I, I don't know. What do I know? I mean, it's just what makes sense isn't the real situation. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's. But who knows? They they have to do something. That's all I know. I mean, they do. I think they are. I mean, we kind of said this last season and then we had the same cast be brought back. So. I would hope that this time they listen. Um, what else did you want to talk um, well, about? Well, last Atlanta? last story because then you know I, we have to love we have to go. Other, I've got to love you and leave you. But this below deck oh. nonsense. Oh. I mean, where are we going with this now? I I have not been a big fan of below deck for a hot second. I don't know. To me, people love below deck. They get very into it. 
to me, it's so formulaic. You know, it's the same old crap. Let's bring on a rich person. Maybe it's a rich person we know. They're going to be snooty at some point. The crew is going to get hammered. They're going to fuck it up. They're going to hit a dock. Wah, wah, wah. And then everybody's going to get their tip at the end anyway, or one person gets docked, whatever. I don't, I'm not a fan, but apparently Below Deck is the biggest show on Bravo. Now, Gary's Melissa, It's Melissa Rivers' favorite show when we do our monthly crossovers. Below Deck is part of our chat every time. I give her, I give her a list of topics. We go over them. She revises it and gives her, you know, it's a partnership here. And I'm like, Kyle and Mauricio and Vanderpump. And she's like, okay, and where's your Below Deck? Lately, I've been like, hey, Melissa, I'm awake. I have some Below Deck topics to talk about here. Um... Yeah, in light of what happened with Luke and Laura on this season of Down Under, now this has all arisen about Gary from Sailing Yacht that, you know, this woman, you know, producer, I think she, or makeup and hair, she was in his room and, you know, he was drunk and then he answered the door, I guess, just in boxers and said, don't leave. And she told people, I mean, look, here we go. Let's not forget Bethany's reality reckoning is not just for the talent. It's for you know, makeup and hair and crew and cameraman. And I mean, this isn't, this is so here we go. Second infraction on below deck or third, I should say within how many days and weeks. And I mean, like, I just wonder what the process is when Bethany sees a story like this, Garagos, Mark, Friedman, Brian, do they reach out? Are these people being reached out to like, what's, I mean, look, are we going to have a reality reckoning? Yeah. Gary King had nothing to do with the Laura, Luke and Laura allegations, correct? Gary's like a whole separate thing. Okay. Sailing out, baby. And Gary's an alleged, you know, he was drunk and and with another cast member, wanted her to come in the room and wanted her to get naked, sleep in his bed, all this stuff. So, okay. okay, That that was Gary had hair and makeup. Hair and makeup Ah, in the real world. He got, you know, they they keep them in the rooms when they're not doing the confessionals. And so they were filming like the confessionals. And yeah, he apparently told this hair and makeup person, like, don't leave the room. And he was drunk. And she was like, I want to leave. I mean, it didn't seem like he stood in front, but I mean, he, she came up behind, he came up behind her. I mean, regardless, she felt this way. So, I mean, it's valid. I don't know. It's, this isn't, uh, I mean, so now what? Gary's still on the show. So now what? What? what let, I'd like to know what happens now. He's on the show. Are we going to investigate this and deem him not fireable because he's kind of a main part of that mm-hmm. show? I mean, is this another selective, like, you know, we let this one go and that one go, but we need Gary. We're not going to, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm very interested though. I'll be honest with you. Question. I'm very interested to see what happens, but it's not good, right? Not great. No, I wouldn't think. I would not think. It's serious. And, you know, before we go, we also have PK's new show over (gasps) in. Now we know why he's BFFs with Mauricio. They're both in real estate, sweetie. So PK in the UK, I actually, to be honest with you, did not read this story. So I'm hoping you have the details. Um, PK is now going to have his own version of like a selling Beverly Hills show, correct? It's kind of like, is it called Selling London? And is it being co-produced by Mauricio? We have heard about this. I don't know what it's called. It's not called Selling London. It's called Selling Something. We have heard about this forever. Here it is, PK. Um, Well, everyone who says, you know, Rachel talked about him spending the 250 on the bottle service and a million dollars, and then that went viral. For all the people that don't know where he gets his money, I guess maybe this is some money in his pocket from this TV show. I don't know. But 
Um, yeah. I love PK. He looked great when we saw him at Homeless Not Toothless. And I'm sorry, but he's a really good time. And I Rachel, don't mind him. I actually don't mind PK. I I I like PK. I do. I like him. I like you Doree. Tell, she says he's an awfully good time. And nice guy, she said. Very nice guy. And it sounds like, I mean, I bet, I, look, I love her story because, I mean, I'm sure this dude does put down like $200,000 for bottle service. Like, he seems like that. Well, that I, is just I, a waste of money, people. It's what a waste really? of money. But you don't like drinking good alcohol? I sure I do. I think uh, ten thousand dollars for a night is ridiculous. Two hundred and fifty for a night buy the whole place a bottle. Oh God, I wish I was there. How come I? I never go to nightclubs like that. I go to I, honestly. I would rather take the two hundred fifty dollars and go from Louis to Gucci to Prada. That's my drug. So no, I'm not like, buying. Don't- Send me a, a bottle of Dom Perignon. Fuck nobody, well, nobody has that. I They're mean, I don't know. You're like, is Cristal still a thing? Like, are people still, remember when like Cristal- You wake up the younger? next day and is it worth it? Yes, I do remember. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, uh, no, I, I mean, sometimes it is, but it's always the pain is always brutal. Whether you're doing, I guess it is a little bit worse with the cheap crap, but it's, it's a lot. Who's this guy roaming me. around your house? By I the way? told you, I have a right? house guest. Oh, I told you this. I have, this he's is like my last picture. Now he Listen, seems like he's waiting for you to get I done. I mean, this is my last official house guest of the season. Then I'm on a mini tour. I'm literally away for two and a half weeks throughout the United States, unfortunately. Well, you and I have a date on Wednesday. I'm, do you want to know what my tour is? New yeah. York to California, California to Miami, Miami to Ohio, Ohio to D.C., D.C. back here for a day, and then Tampa. And then when I come back. On, who are you interviewing? When I come back, let me tell you. I, and by the way, I live in a condo with 24-hour security, 24-hour doorman. So don't think I'm having someone stay at my place while I'm gone. When I come back, I am not leaving here, hopefully, for two and a half months. And I'm not letting anyone come and stay. I'm over it. I don't like house guests. No offense to anyone who's here. Um, sorry. I walk around in the back. Oh, God. I uh, all right. Well. I just don't feel well. Um, go, go rest. At the Sarah Fraser show, everywhere on social and where pods are played. At Behind Velvet Rope. I'm sorry I talk so much today, everybody. I don't know what's oh, going on with me. Next time, friend. I'm just going to listen to Sarah. So no, keep in no, touch, girl. See you. Okay. Adore you. We'll talk soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. 
And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.